Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's biblical investment advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Hi, folks. This is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards, and I'm thrilled to be talking to you today about what the Bible has to say regarding our investments. And today we're going to be looking into a section of Scripture found in Proverbs 10, 2-3. And the title of this uh, episode is Investments That Don't Profit. Investments That Don't Profit. Here's what the Bible has to say. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. Really interesting text of Scripture. Let me start by saying that in my experience, most investors spend very little time learning about the companies and the investments that they have their money in. Most are not understanding what the actual companies within their portfolio do on a day-to-day -day basis. They don't understand necessarily uh, whether those companies are all strong and solid. They're trusting the work of an outside manager. And that's just fine when it comes to finding a great manager that can pick stocks or that can select companies that have a strong upward growth potential profile. But unwittingly, many are investing in companies whose practices may well contradict their very own values. And this is challenging for the biblically-minded investor, because the vast majority of, an investment, of investment advisors out there in the marketplace do not have a method, do not have an approach to making sure that your investments align with your values. Uh, either they just don't have the tools necessary to do it, or it's just not on the radar of that advisor or their firm. Well, the Bible in this passage makes it quite clear that the treasures gained by wickedness do not profit. On the one hand, God is making clear that from an eternal perspective, those treasures are not going to profit. We know that people can make money in the short run here in this life, by doing bad things, wrong things. And one of the things that the Bible tries to make clear is that we're not going to see everything set right in our lifetime. There is going to be a judgment day one day. But from an eternal perspective, there is no profit from the wicked's investments. 
He thwarts, he says, the craving of the wicked. The desires of the wicked are ultimately thwarted. And companies that embrace wicked practices may yield a financial profit, but the inmost desires of that leadership and of those people in that company is going to be thwarted by God. Wow, as a business owner, I sure don't want to be on the opposite end of the stick by engaging in practices, by doing things that contradict biblical values as a company. And certainly, many of us may find that as we look deeper into our portfolio, we are investing in companies that are attempting to profit from the wicked. Alternatively, embracing righteousness, embracing righteous deeds and a righteous life, but also embracing righteous companies, companies that don't invest in certain ways, will deliver us from death. That's what the passage says. You say, well, what does that mean? People who do wrong are going to be instantly put to death? No, as I said, we don't always see the ultimate fulfillment of God's promises in this life. But often what you'll see is that the lifestyle of the righteous will lead to a longer lifespan. It says in verse 2 that he will not allow the righteous to grow hungry. That doesn't mean that your belly's never going to grumble. But what it means is God's always going to provide the needs. As the New Testament tells us, he will supply your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So you have a God who is ready, willing, and able and plans to supply your needs. So that's the fruit or the profit of righteousness. But ultimately, we know that although this may not all get sorted out in our lifetime, it will be sorted out. The wicked and the righteous will be separated in the end. So what do we do as believers? Well, we should find a way to align our lives with biblical principles in every area. But this should include our investments. As a believer, doesn't it make sense that when you take money and put it into a company, you want that company to support the biblical values that you love, that you honor in your everyday life? Very few understand that it is now possible It may not have been as easy in the past, but it is now possible to understand the values of the companies that you invest in and those that you may want to switch to. So you can develop a plan that allows you to look into, peer into the boardroom, peer into the financial statements, peer into the practices of the companies that are already represented in your portfolio and see, am I attempting to profit from the treasures of wickedness? Okay, or... Are these companies, although they might not be led by believers, are they attempting to profit at a high ethical moral standard, a standard that reflects my biblical values? Again, that would have been really challenging not too long ago. But in our next section, our next episode of the Lord and Richard Show, I'm going to be talking to you about how to reflect your values in your portfolio. So you're going to want to click on that in YouTube if you're watching there, or over in Spotify, or one of our podcasts, or if you're listening to the radio, I want you to hang on, because we're going to come back here in just a few moments. But how does this all begin? How do we make sure that our investments align with our values in every way, not just biblically, morally, but also the goals, the desires, the dreams that you have for money? I met with someone recently who said, you know, I just really want to be able to travel with my daughter. I thought that was an incredible goal. You know, to just be able to travel with a daughter. But so often we don't know. Do we have sufficient money to do that? If we take money, is it going to put us in financial jeopardy? Or perhaps we're just concerned, will I make it all the way through retirement without running out of money? 
Well, you can develop a plan through a process we call at Lord & Richards a financial independence review. It's a few simple steps that we take beginning with a phone call or just a chat where we understand your goals, your values, your dreams, and help you develop a written plan to make sure you accomplish those. That's what a financial independence review is. It's about finding out, am I financially independent or am I on the right track to become financially independent so I can live my life and fulfill my goals and dreams without financial worry? Most people that we're talking to you, like just like you, every single day are concerned about what's going on in our world and how it may affect them. This is a great time to check in and have a little visit about your financial future. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Hi, this is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards, and I'm thrilled to be talking to you today in this particular episode of the Lord & Richards show about how to reflect your values in your portfolio. We spoke in our previous segment on investments that don't profit that there really is uh, an important principle believers need to follow in our investments. We need to seek out investments that don't profit from the treasures of wickedness, but rather reflect an ethical, a high moral value base in the companies that we invest in. And although the, those leaders may not necessarily be believers in Christ, we want to invest in companies that don't contradict our biblical values. Well, it used to be that this would have required more research than probably most people had time to devote. But now we have a method, a strategy, as part of your overall plan with Lord & Richards, where you can understand, first of all, what kind of investments are already in your portfolio and whether or not they reflect your values. And then secondly, how to invest if a change is needed so that your portfolio aligns with what you feel the Bible has to say about investing. There was a movement that got going, oh, many years ago called ESG. Some of you hear that term and immediately have a negative thought and will address that. But originally, it was designed to provide a conduit for investors' wishes to be honored by collecting together investments that reflected the investors' values. Now, these values weren't biblical. Environmental issues, often at the forefront. Social issues, that's the S. And then governance issues. Governance might have to do with the governance of the company, and whether it follows ethical practices, or it might get into the issues of actual governments and places we're invested in and how they treat their people. Social issues can be all over the map from liberal to conservative, and of course we understand environmental issues have to do with trying to preserve and protect the environment. Now I'm not here today to encourage you to seek out ESG investments. Um, there are some good values represented in there, but of late, the whole concept has been largely hijacked by a liberal political agenda. And each of those areas, environmental, social, and governance, have been pulled to one side and hijacked to reflect the values of mostly anti-biblical activists, left-leaning activism. So there is a new way for you to be able to reflect your values and include the kinds of values that are important to you if you're a Christian. 
So biblically responsible investing is something that has come out in recent days. It's B-R-I for short, biblically responsible investing. And it has risen to meet the needs of those like you who maybe want to see your values reflected in the companies that you invest in. Because buying a stock in a company is really taking an ownership. Buying a bond in a company is lending money to that company. We say, what kind of values, Colin, are reflected in biblically responsible investing? Well, for many of us, the issue of the sanctity of human life, protecting the lives of the unborn, has risen to the top. And we've seen some really tremendous things going on at the judicial level in our country to protect unborn life. That process, we know, is working its way through our country, and we as believers have a high value, a high regard based on what the Bible has to say. The Bible says clearly that before we were ever even formed, God knew us, and that he saw us in the womb. And so God has a sanctity and regard for unborn life, so should we. We can find out if the companies that you're invested in are making investments that contradict your view of life. We can find out if those companies contradict your view of marriage and God's created order for man and woman. You know, there is a tremendous push by many companies, activist companies now, into the political process to try to push views and values that are contradictory to the Bible. And in this area of marriage and respect for God's view of man and woman, it's really risen to the fore. What about companies that invest in or promote addicting substances, drugs, or habits? Those kinds of companies should probably be avoided because the treasures of wickedness, as Proverbs tells us, do not profit. They contradict God's will. And then other types of addictions like gambling. And the list could go on and on. So what we want to do is get granular because now you can go another level below just the top line of sanctity of life, sanctity of marriage, addictions, and you begin to look at whether the companies that you invest in actually promote legislation on those topics. And so what we do is we can help you build a portfolio that respects that value system that you've derived from the Word of God and reflects that in how you're invested. Um, we can conduct a complimentary screening that will show you whether your current investments um, could benefit from a change of approach. And that's important because at Lord & Richards, what we want to do is help people who are really concerned about what's going on in the world. I'm talking to people every single day, just like you, who are worried about events out of your control, messing up your retirement or making your portfolio not reflect what's important to you, or perhaps the risk level in your portfolio not reflecting how you feel about risk, and on and on. And so what we do is we help you build a plan for financial independence so that you can enjoy retirement without worry. And we do that from a biblical point of view. People ask me, well, what's so important about financial independence? I want to be able to work forever. Well, you may be able to work forever, but studies are showing that people generally do not work as long as they planned. Now, obviously, there are exceptions, but the majority of retirees actually retire sooner than they planned. And so as part of our independence, financial independence review, we want to test your portfolio and see, could it withstand the loss of a job, the loss of a loved one? 
getting chronically ill, all the things that can damage, hurt, or destroy your financial future. And we want to prepare in advance for that. So that's what a financial independence review is. And then at the end of our process, we deliver to you a financial independence roadmap. But it's so much more than just a document and a plan that's online and in computer software. What it is, is it's a guidebook to show us as your advisors how to come alongside and make sure you achieve those goals. It really just starts with a conversation, an opportunity to chat with someone who honestly cares about you, your financial future, and whether your plan is going to get you there. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Hi, this is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord and Richards, and we're helping people just like you every single day to achieve financial independence. And we're doing that from a biblical point of view. Here at Lord and Richards, we love meeting with folks who are in or near retirement and who are looking for a plan to achieve financial independence so they can retire without worry. That's what we do. And today, we're talking about, in this particular segment, the advice that is floating around out there in the midst of all the volatility that we're seeing in our markets, in our economy, in the global political situation. It's all incredibly volatile. And one of the things that I often speak to my clients about is how you can create sort of a bubble an economic bubble, not to deny reality or to stick your head into the sand, but to insulate yourself from the bad decisions that are going on in the world, whether they're being made by governments, whether they're being made by corporate leadership, or wherever it may be coming from. One of the bad things that we're seeing happen is that people who really don't know what the future holds are attempting to predict it and to get you to act on their advice and predictions. People that we see on TV or perhaps that you're sitting down with are calling the bottom of the bear market. They're saying, okay, it's all over. Well, that may well be, but we don't know that because others are saying the opposite. Well, the worst is yet to come. And you could be literally paralyzed by indecision in the same way that a deer gets in front of a car and freezes up in the headlights. We don't want that to happen to you. One of the worst things you can do is react in the middle of a crisis because you didn't have a plan to deal with that crisis in advance. Here in Colorado, we deal with wildfires all the time, especially up in the foothills, but we've seen them come down now into the metro areas, and they're incredibly dangerous. Well, one of the things that we're told by emergency personnel is to have a go bag, a bag ready and planned and prepared. Do you know what you're going to do if a wildfire suddenly comes into your area? Because it can come without warning. Well, those who enter the current financial crisis without a plan are really panicking, I think. I think we see a lot of that. But what we don't want you to do is panic. What we want you to do is sit down right now. If you don't have a plan, And we want you to develop one because a plan will save you from making really bad decisions and listening to all these different people that are contradicting one another. For example, in addition to market calling, we're seeing people doing interest rate calling. Some see that the Fed's interest rates um, increases are going to taper off because now we're starting to see signs of slowing growth, such as banks are laying people off as deals start to dry up. Car companies like Tesla are laying people off. 
Crypto co uh, companies out on the fringes are laying people off. Building is slowing down. If you've tried to build anything, you know costs are through the roof if you're trying to remodel. And really interesting story that came up this past week is Bed Bath & Beyond has been found by analysts who are visiting their properties on site to be raising the temperature in the warm summer months to save money on air conditioning because their company is in bad shape. Wow. Well, that seems to lend a lot of credence to the idea that, well, maybe the Fed should slow down. But you know what? Others are, are pointing out that the Fed is determined and will do whatever it takes, even if it drops our markets all the way to zero, to curb inflation, which is soaring over 8%. And it's way worse than that. Many of you know it's way worse than that in everyday life. That's just a broad indicator. But if you've purchased food, meat, if you've, again, tried to remodel something, you're discovering, wow, prices have gone up substantially more than 8%. Look at fuel prices and so on. I remember back in 2008, as I was helping people, waves of conflicting advice about the markets coming out. Some people referring to the market's nosedive said, no, 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 we're, we're in it for the long haul, buy and hold. Well, buy and hold may be a strategy if it's accompanied by a plan that says these are the exact investments you should hold for the long run. But a lot of people had no plan. And it was merely the whim of the advisor or the whim of the broker at the moment. Others would say, well, don't worry about it. It's just a correction before watching the S&P 500 slide 55% off its highs and collectively wipe out more than half of America's retirement wealth. How about this one? It's too late to get out now. I mean, it's already gone so far. You might as well just hold on. Consumers were actually trying to time this thing. And one of the signs... I hate to say this, but one of the signs that markets have really gotten close to the bottom, if not reached it, is when consumers, the last in the line, finally throw in the tail and bow out of their investments, go to cash. And then it's typically a sign that the markets are now going to rebound now that the consumer, the retail investor, has gotten out. Don't be that person. What's the alternative to all this conflicting advice? Well, do you have a written plan that addresses every important area of your retirement? Do you have a plan that addresses the risk that you may be taking in the market and how to mitigate that? That's what we do as part of our financial independence review is make sure you're not carrying too much risk. I'll tell you, a lot of people I'm talking to are not interested in seeing their portfolios cut in half, not even to support an old adage like buy and hold. In addition to the markets, do you have a written plan that addresses how to make sure your money never runs out? Is your budget, your income and expenses in alignment? Is it in balance so that you won't run out of money? And will your portfolio's risk level potentially affect when you run out of money by causing you to draw on risk assets when you're supposed to be letting them recover? Do you have a health plan? Do you have a plan to make sure that if you or your loved one gets sick, that you've got the assets to cover that without entering bankruptcy? The number one cause of bankruptcy in retirement is inability to cover the cost of chronic illness or long-term care. How about this one? Do you have a written estate plan? Most people don't. It's surprising to me. But allowing yourself to pass away what we call intestate, and force the state to subscribe your, uh, uh, your estate to a prescribed formula of who gets what. 
To me, that's just an awful thing, and it's a reflection that we haven't taken the steps. Do you have a written estate plan so that the assets you've built up over the years go where you want them when you pass on? And then finally, you know, we've kind of lost sight of the tremendous battle that has been fought in the area of taxes. And many people recognize that that has not gone off the radar. It may have gotten subdued by other agendas and the market correction and interest rates, but there is still a legislature in Washington. There is still an executive branch in Washington that is determined to raise taxes on you, whether you're in the middle class or not. Okay, All that stuff about not raising it on the middle class is not feasible. One of the biggest proposals is to get rid of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which effectively lowered almost every American's tax rate. And so, folks, having a written plan to address these and other areas, we've talked about biblical responsible investing, BRI. Does your plan reflect your biblical values? So having a plan to address all of these things and to make certain to a high degree that you will retire financially independent, well, that's at the core of not getting confused or even frozen up by all of this conflicting advice. Well, at Lord & Richards, we're helping people just like you every single day to retire without worry and to retire financially independent. I'd love to help you. My team and I are doing this for people just like you. All it takes is a little conversation to discuss your goals and values and develop a plan to make sure you achieve them. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.